Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. This is a follow-up of sorts to a video I did a while back about a judge in Oklahoma who uh, did some rather unjudge-like things on the bench and is now in trouble. An Oklahoma judge could be removed from office for sending more than 500 texts during a murder trial. Also surfing the net, checking out Facebook, things like that. Ken Miller wrote this for the Associated Press, and pretty much everybody sent it to me. A new Oklahoma judge could lose her job for sending more than 500 texts to her bailiff during a murder trial, including messages mocking the prosecutor, praising the defense attorney, and calling a key witness a liar. Now, again, those are all thoughts that she's allowed to have, but should she be texting them during the trial? The chief justice of the Oklahoma Supreme Court recommended the removal of the Lincoln County District Judge in a court filing on Tuesday following an investigation by the state's Council on Judicial Complaints. Mentioned before, we've got different court systems. You've got your state courts, you've got your federal courts. And the state courts are often under the auspices and control of the state Supreme Court. So in Michigan, a district judge or a magistrate, if you go all the way up the line, goes to the Supreme Court with respect to who's in charge. So here, it looks like they have a Council on Judicial Complaints. Someone files a complaint. The council looks at it, then makes a recommendation to the Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court now has said that the chief, at least the chief justice has, that they're recommending her removal. Uh, she's been under scrutiny since July after she was caught on camera scrolling through social media and texting during the trial of a man accused of murder. So it's a, it's a very serious case. And as I pointed out in my previous video, the case has a couple of different angles. And one, of course, is that she's the judge and someone's testifying and she's goofing around on the Internet. And so even if nobody on the Internet knows that, there is a camera right up here recording what's happening in the courtroom. And there's cameras all around the courtroom, but one of the cameras is literally looking right down at her with a clear shot of the bench. Now, she's in charge of her own courtroom and she forgot there was a camera right there. Or did she not care? Either way, it's a bad answer, right? So she was sworn in just January 9th. She's elected in November. She's been suspended with pay pending the outcome of the hearing by the court, which will determine whether to remove her from the bench. So there'll be a full hearing now. And she's been suspended with pay, which, again, is not a bad gig to have, but being a judge is a better gig. So the pattern of conduct demonstrates that the respondent's gross neglect of duty Gross partiality and oppression. The conduct further demonstrates respondents' lack of temperament to serve as a judge. And I've been in court before, watching a trial, and there's a bit of testimony happening. Somebody objects. And I've actually seen a judge go, what's your objection? And they say it. He looks at the other side, he goes, well, how do you respond to that? They respond to it, and the judge goes, uh, can you read back the testimony for me? And now you don't know if the judge didn't catch it, didn't realize there's going to be objection, or wasn't paying attention. But you can't have that happening over and over again. And she cannot be focusing on the testimony while she's surfing the net, writing texts to her bailiff and so on. That's, that's not possible, okay? A phone call to a number listed for her rang unanswered before disconnecting on Wednesday. Her texts included saying the prosecutor was sweating through his coat during questioning of potential jurors 
and asking, why does he have baby hands? Why does he have baby hands, according to a petition that was filed? The text described the defense attorney as awesome and asked, can I clap for her during the defense attorney's opening arguments? So they're doing opening arguments, and she's complimenting the defense attorney in a text to somebody else. And so some people might say, gee, if I read those, I'd think she's no longer impartial. Judge is supposed to be impartial. She's already rooting for one of the sides during jury selection and during opening statements. She also texted a laughing emoji to the bailiff who had made a crass and demeaning reference to prosecuting attorney's genitals. Oh, boy. The man who was on trial while the judge was on her phone was eventually convicted. Uh, And that was a second-degree manslaughter charge for something that happened back in 2018. Uh, His girlfriend and the mother of the child pleaded guilty to enabling child abuse. She got 25 years and was a key prosecution witness who was called a liar by the judge during testimony. But it sounds like she said that in a text message to somebody else. She texted, State just couldn't accept that a mom could kill their kid, so they went after the next person available, she texted. Her texts also include comments questioning whether a juror was wearing a wig, if a witness had teeth, and calling a police officer testified, pretty, pretty, adding, I could look at him all day. So, you know, when you read these texts by an adult to another adult, talking about strangers, you realize that she's also very immature, right? She's, she's sending a text to her bailiff saying, this man is so pretty, I could look at him all day, about a police officer who is testifying in her courtroom. He's a witness. He's an important witness. And she's joking with her bailiff about how pretty he is. When questioned by the Council on Judicial Complaints, she said her texting probably could have waited rather than realizing the comments should never have been made. She said she thought, oh, that's funny. Move on. So saying these things probably could have waited is not a good answer. She should have said it was inappropriate for me to do that. And when asked why she'd done it, I'm not even sure what you could say. Because, you know, send one text, couple texts, 500. Video published by the Oklahoma newspaper showed that she was texting or messaging for minutes at a time during jury selection, opening statements, and testimony during the trial, which was in Chandler, about 45 miles northeast of Oklahoma City. The petition also said the judge had previously criticized other attorneys and prosecutors and berated a member of the courthouse staff. She should be removed for reasons that include gross neglect of duty, gross partiality in office, and oppression in office, according to the people who want her removed. She's currently in the middle of a four-year term, which would end in 2027 of its own accord, but that's where she is. So they've recommended she be removed. Presumably it now goes to the full panel, who will vote on it, I would guess, and uh, we'll see what happens. But the upshot here is that there's a murder trial. I believe it was her first murder trial. A murder trial happening in her courtroom. And during jury selection, opening statements, the trial itself, she sent 500 texts. And um, she was doing things like commenting on the appearance of witnesses, making fun of them, and calling witnesses liars, and joking about how people looked, and complimenting uh, how hot the cop was. And uh, it would show you that she lacks the maturity to be on the bench. And she lacks 
the intelligence to realize that there's a camera right there and she lacks a temperament to be judge. And when asked about doing it, she said that she probably shouldn't have done it or she probably could have waited. And of course, when you say, I could have waited, it implies, well, there's nothing wrong with the text. I should have sent it later. Except should she really be sending a text to the bailiff saying, this witness is lying, that juror is ugly, and that cop is hot? Are those things that a judge should be texting to anyone? Again, she's allowed to have those thoughts. Uh, We all have thoughts that belong in our heads and need to stay there. (laughs) I know people are going to go, Steve, this is the internet. This is where you dump those thoughts. That's fine. That's fine. I got no problem with people putting their thoughts on the internet. Okay? But when a judge is texting a bailiff and he can see her doing it live real time. Presumably, he's sitting someplace where he can look at his phone, too. And um, by the way, I assure you that while this judge thought no one was onto her, despite the camera, I assure you that there were people who realized by the way her head was down and the way her hands were like this, that she was, in fact, on her phone. I guarantee you that was not lost on the jury. It was not lost on the witnesses, and it was not lost on the attorneys of the parties. I, I, would, I would bet money. I'd bet money that if you actually asked that jury, did any of you suspect that the judge was on her phone? they go, oh, yeah, of course. She's got her head down. She's got her hands like this. <laughs> Objection. What? <laughs> so shouldn't be on the bench. Looks like she might be on her way out. And don't forget, being a judge is a cushy job. Uh, routinely paid in the six figures. Uh, it's one of the rare jobs on earth where you get to go someplace where you are king or queen or a god. When you go into your courtroom, you can do anything you want until you violate the rules. So someone comes before you that deserves it, you can send them to jail. You can fine somebody a lot of money. You can hold somebody in contempt. I'm not saying you do these things willy-nilly, but those are the powers you have. When you walk into the room... Somebody wearing a badge and a gun says, all rise, and everybody stands up. They don't sit down until you say, be seated. That's not a bad job. And I've seen that job cause some people to lose control and actually go overboard. But here's just somebody who doesn't realize, yeah, you ran for judge. You got elected. Okay, now you're a judge. Act like one. And that means that you got to put your phone down for a few minutes. I've seen teenagers, and you have too who can't put their phones down, walk around like this all day long. They may as well have the thing mounted to their face. That's a kid. That's a teenager. There comes a time when you got to be able to put the phone down and shut it off and certainly stop surfing Facebook during jury selection or sending 500 texts during a trial. Now, by the way, let's suppose that during the trial, the judge realized there was an emergency that needed to be taken care of, but she didn't want to disrupt someone's testimony. If she picked her phone up and texted the bailiff and said, hey, by the way, at three o'clock, such and such needs to happen. Can you take care of that? Puts her phone down and he texts her back and goes, done. I did no problem with that. It's not just that she sent texts. It was the content of them, the number of them, and when she was sending them. And that was totally inappropriate. So she could be removed and I hope she is. I often don't say that last part, 
But here I hope she is. Bad judges need to be taken off the bench. So a lot of people sent this to me. I did do a previous video on it. I'll put a link to that in the description below this one. But from the Associated Press and Ken Miller, an Oklahoma judge could be removed from office for sending more than 500 texts during a murder trial. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. Weaseling out of things is important to learn. It's what separates us from the animals, except the weasel.